The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Raising his eyes toward his disciples, Jesus said, Blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. Blessed are you who are now hungry, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who are now weeping, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude and insult you and denounce your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice and leave for joy on that day. Behold, your reward will be great in heaven. For their ancestors treated the prophets in the same way. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. But woe to you who are filled now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will grieve and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for their ancestors treated the false prophets in this way. The Gospel of the Lord. On Sundays, when you go to Mass, you'll notice after the prayers of the faithful, the ushers come through, and we do a typical routine. They come down with the baskets, and you give money. Praise the Lord. Huh? That's how we pay for all of this, right? But if you notice, whenever they do the collection in the back, and then two ushers come up, and they go in the back here, because in the back, of course, we have a safe. They drop it in the safe, and they come back out. And then when they come to collect the money for after all the weekends, there's always two people. There's always a group of counters. And there are strict guidelines about how to count money. For example, the counters can't be husband and wife, of course. It's part of the same team. Yeah, they have always multiple people in the room. Priests, we can't be handling the money by ourselves, of course. We have all of these safeguards. Why? Or same thing. You know, when we go throughout town, we see the armored trucks that drive through town. Guards with guns, multiple teams to bring out the money. Again, why? We all know why. Because money is always tempting. It's alluring. And all of us have this tendency within, don't we? Our Lord in the scriptures today, it's all filled with this. And why our Lord beautifully says, as part of the list of the Beatitudes, Ah, blessed are you who are poor, Jesus says, for the kingdom of God is yours. Meaning, blessed are you who have nothing. Why? Because money and material things, it, it, it's, it's, it attaches to the heart, which sometimes could suffocate our relationship with God. We hear this all the time. Our Lord himself says, that the root of all evil is not possessions in and of itself. Again, it's good to have things. So again, do not mishear me. But rather, it is the love of these things, the disordered love and the, the, the disordered attachment to these things, which is the root of all evil. 
Again, which is why we need all of these safeguards and armored trucks and guns to protect money because of the corrupt human nature that we all can have. We see this, we see this manifested all, already. Again, remember in Genesis chapter 4, there's a story of Cain and Abel. So Genesis chapter 4 comes directly after the fall, Adam and Eve. And notice Cain and Abel. Why does Cain kill his brother Abel? It was because of stuff. Because Abel's offering, he offered God more of his possessions. Cain had fell into the temptation of latching on to things. And he started to accumulate things for himself. And when we live as if money and possessions are above everything else, we'll begin to live, we live a life of jealousy. Now think of the commandments, 8 and 9 and 10, those commandments where it says, thou shalt not covet your neighbor's goods and thou shalt not covet your neighbor's wife. Immediately God is attacking that tendency in our hearts to latch on to stuff. And he proposes a better way. In our morning readings, if you pray the liturgy of the hours, the first reading in the office of reading. So remember as priests and monks and nuns, part of our promise is that we pray the liturgy of the hours every day. It's part of our promises. And the first reading we have in the office from the prophet Habakkuk was written in the 7th century B.C. It's a long time ago. This is what the prophet says. Wealth, too, is treacherous. Again, why? The proud, unstable man. He opens wide his throat like the netherworld and is insatiable as death. If we live as if possessions and money is our end, and our end all, you'll notice that there's never enough. We keep needing more and more and more. And as the prophet Habakkuk says, it's, it's like opening your mouth to the netherworld, meaning it will never be filled. And if we're caught up in that routine, it will destroy us and will destroy our relationships with our family. And so our Lord is trying to free us from this original sin of what, what fell into Cain and Abel. Rather, our Lord says, blessed are you who are poor, for you're not trapped in this vicious cycle. And I'll leave you with a quote from St. Paul. Oh, St. Paul, beautifully said in Philippians chapter 3, verse 8. He says this, this is powerful. This is one time he swears in Scripture. St. Paul is amazing. He actually swears in Greek. But in English, it's, it's more, it's translated more politely. He says, I think of all things as refuse. That word refuse is actually the S word in Greek. It says, I think of all things as refuse to the knowledge, surpassing knowledge of God. Oh, St. Paul has rightly ordered his heart. He says, everything in this world, mansions, fancy cars, big trucks, stock markets, all of those nice things, which are amazing, but all of that is the S word. <laughs> if I have Jesus Christ. 